As I said tonight, we're going to be uh, looking at several different scriptures, and they are in the little booklet that you should have received when you came in this evening. Um, you don't have to follow along. I know it is a little uh, more dim in here than normal, um, so you're welcome to just listen. I just wanted you to have a copy of this as you go your way so that you um, could uh, look back on this later and, and, uh, be, and appreciate what the Lord has done for us. But we're going to start uh, in the very beginning, uh, because the Christmas story didn't start in Bethlehem. It actually started way back when, uh, way before that, and I wanted to take some time to read through a few of these verses. Um, Genesis 1.1 says, In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Genesis 1.26 and 27 says, And God said, Let us make man in our image. After our likeness, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Genesis 2.8 says, And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. Genesis 2:15 through 17 says, And the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Genesis 3, 1 through 7 says this, now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, for God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. And this was the very first sin that ever took place um, under heaven. And as a result of that, there were many prophecies that were mentioned uh, regarding the coming Messiah that would save mankind from sin. There was a lot of shadows as well in the Old Testament. I think of um, Abraham and Isaac and how uh, when Abraham was asked to sacrifice his son Isaac there on Mount Moriah. And Isaac said, hey, where's the lamb? Where's the sacrifice? And Abraham said, uh, my son, God will provide himself a lamb. That was a shadow. And you look at the tabernacle and the, the different elements of the tabernacle. Those were all shadows pointing to Christ. But there were some specific prophecies mentioned in the Old Testament regarding the birth of of Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, our Messiah. And at this time, Brother Blake's going to come and read those scriptures regarding those prophecies. 
Genesis 3, 14 and 15. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle, and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and the dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Isaiah seven fourteen. Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Isaiah 9, 6 through 7. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, of the increase of, of his government, and the peace there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom, to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice. From henceforth, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Micah 5.2 But thou, Bethlehem, Eph <laughs> Though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me. That this is to be a ruler in Israel, whose goings forth have been from old, from everlasting. Announcement of the birth of Christ, Luke 1, 26 through 38. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto the city of Galilee, named Nazareth, to a virgin espoused to a man 
whose name was Joseph, of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. For the Lord God, nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins." Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife, and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. And Paul said in Galatians chapter 4 and verses 3 through 5, Even so we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his Son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. Luke 2, 1 through 7. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria, and all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and the lineage of David, 
to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished, that she would be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for him in the inn. Boy in a manger. <clears throat> became flesh. John 1, 1 says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And then verse 14 says, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And now we're going to read about the shepherds and the angel of the Lord. Luke 2, 8 through 9 says, And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And we're going to sing Angels from the Realm of Glory. Saints before the altar bending 
the shepherds and the angel of the Lord. Luke 2, 10 through 12. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. There's a song in the air. heavenly hosts. Luke 2, 13 through 14. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Please stand as we sing our next song. Stand as we sing, angels we have heard on high.
Thank you. You may be seated. As the scriptures continue uh, regarding the shepherds and the Lamb of God, the Bible says in Luke 2, uh, 15 through 16, And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And there the shepherds got to see they're the few first human visitors to see the Lamb of God. And isn't that pretty special? Well, we're going to sing Silent Night at this time. Thank you. 
Well, now we're reading about the shepherds and Mary. Luke 2, 17 through 20 says, And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying, which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen. And it was told unto them. And now we're going to read about the wise men from Matthew chapter 2. And this took place, of course, sometime after the birth of Christ. Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, He was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And we had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together. He demanded of them where Christ should be born. They said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, art not the least among the princes of Judah? For out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel." Then Herod, when he had privily called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child, and when he have found him, bring me word again, that I may come and worship him also. When they had heard the king, they departed, and lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. Uh, This time we're going to sing We Three Kings.
But one of the gifts that was given that day as those wise men came to worship the Lord Jesus uh, was myrrh. And myrrh, as I've mentioned uh, recently, is a spice that they use to um, embalm uh, dead bodies before the burial. And so in presenting Jesus with that myrrh, it was signifying the fact that he was human and that he was going to one day die. And of course, that is one reason why he came to this earth, to take our place and be our sacrifice on the cross of Calvary. And so after he was taken down from the cross, he was uh, given by Nicodemus um, some spices to embalm his body before he was placed in the tomb. And one of those spices was myrrh. So he was given myrrh at the very beginning of his life and then at the end of his life to show us the reason why he came, and the fact that he was born for the purpose of dying. And at this time, Brother Blake's going to sing a special called Born to Die. On the night Christ was born, just before break of morn, as the stars in the sky were fading, oh, the place where he lay fell a shadow cold and gray of a cross that would humble a king. Born to die upon Calvary, Jesus suffered my sin to forgive. Born to die upon Calvary, he was wounded that I might live. Jesus knew when he came, he would suffer in shame. He could feel every pain and sorrow, but he left paradise, with his blood he paid the price, my redemption to Jesus I owe. Dearest Lord, evermore, may thy 
my cross I adore as I follow the path to Calvary of thy death. I partake my ambitions, I forsake all my will, I surrender to thee. Born to die upon Calvary, Jesus suffered my sins to forgive. Born to die upon Calvary, he was wounded that I might live. He was wounded that I might live. Amen. He was born to die. So he was born in Bethlehem. He, Jesus lived a perfect and sinless life. He never thought a bad thought. He never said a bad word. He never lied. He never disobeyed his parents. And then one day he was crucified on the cross of Calvary. He was born to die. But that wasn't the end of the story either. You see, three days later, he rose from the grave. And then a few days later, he ascended up into heaven. And one day he's coming back for us. Because the Christmas story, while it began in Bethlehem, the plan of redemption is it, it, it's still going on. Um, there's still more to the story. And the fact is, he's coming back for us. And we're going to sing a song called One Day, and it goes through the whole deal. The fact that he came down from heaven in the form of a little baby in Bethlehem's manger, all the way to the fact that he's going to come back for us the second time and rapture us out of here. And this next song is called One Day, and I I'm looking forward to that one day when we will be taken out of here. Let's sing this song together. Uh, I think we need to stand up for this one. Let's all stand. And we'll sing one day.
One day the grave could conceal him no longer. One day the stone rolled away from the door. Amen. Now is a sin. You may be seated. One last scripture reference for you tonight as we consider what Jesus did for us in coming to this earth. Here's the reason he came John 3 16. In fact, we're all going to read this one together. How about that? All right. Ready, begin. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And that's the reason why he came, is so that you could have everlasting life. Because if he didn't, all of us would deserve to perish for all of eternity in a place called hell because of our sin. But he did come all so that you and I could spend eternity in heaven with him, so that we could have our sins forgiven and so that we could be his children. So tonight, if you don't know that you have ever received the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and you don't know that you have uh, forgiveness of sin, I would encourage you to make the greatest decision of your life tonight uh, and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. For those of us who have Let's be more thankful for what he did for us as a result of our time together tonight. And uh, may we, like the shepherds, decided to go and tell it to everywhere around them that Jesus Christ is born. May, may, may we have a desire to get that message out to our family, our friends, our coworkers, um, people that we come in contact with throughout the community. Let's be faithful to give the message out. Well, um, let's go ahead and have a word of prayer, and then let me make a couple quick announcements, and then we'll be dismissed. Lord, we do thank you so much for the time together tonight. Thank you, Lord, for what you did for us. 
Lord, you didn't have to send your son to this earth, but I'm so glad that you did. And Father, thank you for the way that it was done. And Lord, how it fulfilled so many prophecies. And we just praise you. We just stand in awe of what you did for us. And Lord, it just was the greatest expression of love in history. And uh, Lord, we are grateful for it. And thank you, Lord, that you um, made that known to us. And Lord, if there's one here tonight that doesn't know that they have a relationship with God through Christ, um, I pray, Lord, that they would believe on Christ. The Bible says, whosoever believeth in him should not perish. Lord, it's simple. It doesn't require church membership. It doesn't require going through classes. It just requires simple childlike faith. And God, I pray that you would give uh, that faith to someone here tonight, um, Lord, who doesn't yet know that. And then, God, I pray you'd help us to be faithful to you. And, uh, Lord, I thank you for, again, what you did for us. And I pray, Lord, you'd uh, dismiss us with your love and care in a few moments. And uh, thank you for allowing us to be a part of this service tonight. In Jesus' name, amen.